It's good to be in the Lord's house this morning. Amen. Amen. I know we're having Bible school hangover, and that's all right. It's uh, we're all tired, worn out, not even sure where we're at this morning. But uh, hallelujah, it's over. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. Let's all stand all over the house. Take a gold hymnal. Let's turn to page uh, number ten. Page number ten. This morning, I will praise Him. Thank God. That's why we're here, is to praise the Lord this morning. Let's lift it up all over the house. When I saw the cleansing fountain Open wide for all my sins I obeyed the Spirit's wooing When He said, Wilt thou be clean? Sing now. I will praise Him, I will praise Him, praise the Lord for sinners slain. Give Him glory, all ye people, for His blood cleanses away each stain. Though the way seems straight and narrow, all I claimed was swept away. My ambitions, plans, and wishes at my feet in ashes. Sing it out now. I will praise Him. I will praise Him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Yeah. Glory, all ye people, for his blood can wash away each stain. On the third, then God's fire upon the altar of my heart was set aflame. Oh, I like this, I shall never cease to praise him. Glory, glory to his name. Sing it now. I will praise Him. I will praise Him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give Him glory, all ye people, for His blood can wash away. Sing the fourth now. Blessed be the name of Jesus. I'm so glad He took me in. He, oh, aren't you glad today? Chance, He has cleansed my heart from sin. I will praise Him. I will praise Him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Thank God. Give Him glory, all ye people, for His blood can wash away each stain. On the last now, glory, glory to the Father. Glory, glory to the Son. Glory. Spirit, glory to the three in one. Sing now, 
I will praise Him. I will praise Him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give Him glory, all ye people, for His blood can Drop the music, let's sing that chorus now. I will praise Him. I will praise Him. Praise the Lamb for sinners slain. Give Him glory, all ye people, for His blood can wash away each stain. Aren't you thankful for that today? The blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sin. Hallelujah. Turn to 363. Page 363. I'm looking forward to going to heaven. One day we're going to see Jesus. Amen. And I don't think it's going to be long till we see Christ. Amen. Of times the day seems long, our trials hard to bear. We're tempted to complain, to murmur and despair, but Christ will soon appear. trials will seem so small when we see Christ. Oh, think about what you're singing this morning. One glimpse of His dear face, all sorrow reigns, so Sometimes the day looks dark without a ray of light. We're tossed and driven on, no human help inside. Oh, I like this, but there is one in heaven. Who knows our deepest care? Let Jesus solve your problems. Just go to Him in prayer. It will be worth it all. Oh, do you believe that? When we see Jesus, life's trials will seem so small. 
Christ. One glimpse of His dear face, all sorrowingly raised, so bravely run the race till we see Christ on the last now. Light's day will soon be o'er our storms forever pass we'll cross the great divide to glory safe at last we'll share the joys of Amen. Let's worship Him and praise Him. He's worthy. It will be worth it all when we see Jesus. Life's trials will seem so small when we see of his dear face all sorrow will will erase so bravely run the race till we see Christ hallelujah turn around and shake hands one with another it sure is good to be in the Lord's house here today check (laughs) you like that
Aj maj. Well, it's good to be in God's house today, isn't it, church? Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord, and uh, I'm thankful for another Lord's Day as we move uh, quickly on through the month of July. We've been so busy, it's hard to keep up with the days, and they just keep clicking off one after another. But didn't we have just a wonderful, wonderful vacation Bible school? Amen. Let's, amen. Give the Lord a hand this morning. Amen. I, I put a post out yesterday evening as I was reflecting on the week, and um, I would say, Holly and I were talking about it, we probably had about uh, 13 Bible schools we've been a part of since we've been here at the church, and we've had a lot of good ones, a whole lot of good Bible schools, but I just tell you, I don't think we've had any that were any better than this past week, and um, I'll tell you, the Lord just blessed us in a wonderful, wonderful way. And uh, I appreciate just the tremendous number of turnout as far as children were concerned. Uh, We had, and and again, it's hard to, it's hard to say exactly just how many uh, we had saved. I would, I would estimate probably, and again, we had, uh, you know, the Lord knows, right? Amen. That's what matters. God knows. But I would say around 15 uh, legitimate decisions that were made. Over the course of the week, let's give God praise for that. <clears throat> Most of them middle school, high school age kids and uh, a lot of wonderful prospects for our upcoming Wednesday night United for Christ ministry that will begin in the fall. So just to God be the glory and, and uh, we could talk all day long and we're not going to do that, but I just especially uh, as your pastor want to say how proud I am of you and how thankful I am for the effort that all of you put forth, I know that, um, you know, we were a little nervous, I guess you would say, just because we were, uh, from a resource standpoint, we were as thin as we've ever been, uh, as far as workers and helpers and such, but everybody just came together and, and went overboard beyond the call of duty, and God blessed your efforts, and um, amen, and, and I just think that uh, we couldn't be any happier for what the Lord did this week, appreciate uh, Miss Elma and and Sarah and Holly and especially them coordinating uh, everything that took place this week. But we could go on and on. Teachers, helpers, workers, van drivers, a- amen. And um, um, I'll tell you, I believe that if we'd just been able to reach one child, it would have been worth the entire week. But I believe God allowed us to. I know He did. I know that the Lord used us to reach. Uh, several kids for the cause of Christ, and I believe that um, our efforts will continue to, to, to see reward in the upcoming months. So praise God for that. And uh, again, but um, I'm glad it's over. <laughs> Hallelujah. If, I, if we had to do that every week, I don't know how long God lasts. Not very long. I'm not as young as I used to be. Praise the Lord. And Yeah, go ahead, Sarah. Every night to help me in the kitchen, and I 
Yeah. Amen. Amen. And there's just story after story of faithfulness. Bless Mike's heart. We just used him as a punching bag all week long. Booed the sound man night after night, and the kids just loved every minute of it. And praise God. Hallelujah. But uh, thank God for what he's done. And, and, and again, but rest up. Amen. I'll tell you what. One thing I warn you as your pastor, uh, the devil will fight you the hardest after a victory. Amen. So, so stay on, stay on your toes. Don't let your guard down because we're tired, and uh, that's what uh, Satan did to Elijah. Old Jezebel come after him just after the great victory he won on Mount Carmel. So the devil's not happy with what took place this week, and you better believe that he's going to come. Uh, he's going to come. He's going to uh, stick his head uh, up sooner rather than later. So uh, be on guard. Um, amen. Be sober, vigilant, knowing that your adversary uh, walketh about as a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. You say, well, how do we keep that from happening? Well, we've got to stay together as a group, as a pack. Amen. The, the animals that, uh, that stay in the herd, uh, the, de- uh, the lions and the predators can't get after them, but when that one strays off, that's when he pounces and devours his prey. So, all right, other announcements this morning. Security training session tonight at the church, 6 o'clock p.m. This is an important session for our church. Uh, Officer Danny Green um, will be with us, and he's going to have a presentation for us and just share some things. And I was uh, blessed to attend a a training seminar, church training seminar a few years back that they put on here in Greenville. And just, I'll tell you what, just opened my mind to some things I'd never thought of. And I guarantee you, Officer Green will share some things with us tonight that, that as, as far as safety and security here at our church that uh, has never entered into our minds. So come and be here and uh, pray for him. And I hope that you as a congregation appreciate uh, our desire to make sure that we do our best to keep you safe in these dangerous days. Amen. All right. Um, so we could go on and on. Uh, I think. Any other announcements? Is that all? Yeah, go ahead, Elma. Um, well, I just want to mention that we did have the uh, challenge with the kids during Bible school for missions for Amen. Little as much when God is in it and this children's missionary offering that's going to, to help um, child trafficking, uh, Hope's Cry Ministry. Uh, praise God for that. And, and again, thank God for these kids that uh, they didn't have a lot, but they gave what they had. And I believe God will use it and bless it. Don't you? Amen. Praise God. All right. Um, by way of prayer requests, let's continue to remember Miss Linda Coggins as Miss Linda is, um, I believe, still in Honduras. Have they started back yet? They're here. Okay, they will arrive back this afternoon. So praise God for that. I know that Linda's uh, maybe struggled a little bit. And uh, some of the others that have been on the trip, Miss uh, Miss Chrissy, that she, Christina Yates, she's had some health issues as well. So remember them as, uh, in prayer as they travel home. Continue to remember Sam and Barbie. Old Sam, he is out here like a trooper all week long. 
So thank God for that and then passing out those Bibles to those kids yesterday. So remember Sam and Barbie in prayer. Continue to remember uh, the Price family, uh, Bob and Pat. They need our prayers. Uh, good to have Bruce with us today, amen. Talk about a trooper, amen, Brother Bruce, as he uh, had an appointment at Vanderbilt and they're uh, uh, just running some tests and some different things. And uh, he's going to have a biopsy tomorrow on his liver. So uh, remember him in prayer. Love Brother Bruce and glad to see him with us this morning. Remember Gary and Francis Gridley. I talked to Brother Gary last week. Continue to pray for them. Uh, remember Miss um, Cheryl Filing. Uh, talked to Miss Cheryl uh, this week and she still needs our prayers. Remember uh, Michael Knight. Uh, good to have Miss D back with us. Amen. She uh, has a, a week back to work under her belt. Continue to pray for her. Miss Cheryl Davis, remember Cheryl, all of our shut-ins, those who are unable to attend. Remember um, Nellie Barm in prayer, remember her health. Remember my uncle, Ronnie Waddell, my cousin, Richie Waddell. Remember Bandy Thompson in prayer, we need to remember him. Um, remember Uncle Kenny as he's not able to be with us today. Um, uh, remember all of these new converts that received Jesus uh, good to have Miss Peggy with us this morning. Remember Peggy and Pam and that entire family. Uh, remember Eddie Bailey and his health. Um, and we could just go on and on. And these are just a few that we have this morning. And I'm sure that you have some that you'd like to add to the prayer list. Remember Crystal Deweese. Others? Amen. Remember uh, Billy Barm in prayer? Somebody else? Miss D's sister, what's her name? What's that last name? Okay, sorry. Missy Bray in prayer? Others? Amen, amen. Aren't you thankful God knows, uh, knows our hearts? He knows what we need more than we do. Uh, any other unspoken requests today? Amen. Praise God all over the house. Lost loved ones we need to remember as well. Any other prayer requests today? Amen. Neighbors. Praise God. Uh, go ahead, Brian. Goodness. Mm-mm-mm. Leslie Jones. Any others? Amen. Remember Gail Metcalf? Someone else? Someone else? 
good to have the Raider bunch back with us. Amen. All them kids, praise God. Hallelujah. Just watch who you're sitting in front of, Miss Denise. <laughs> All right, any others today? Pray for Josh. Josh is going to be preaching for us this morning. been quite a while since we've heard him and glad to have him uh, with us and excited to hear him today. Amen. Praise the Lord. All right, we'll gather around the altar. We'll take these requests for the Lord. If you'd like to join us, you can do so. If not, pray there in your seats, please. Brother Bruce, would you lead us in prayer today? God, we thank you, God, Lord, for this day. Thank you, Lord Jesus, Lord, that we have the chance to gather in your house, Lord, and thank you, God, their lives. Thank you for your grace, God. Thank you for mercy. To be here with the Lord, that you allow us to come to the house of God on this Lord's day. Father, I pray that we wouldn't allow I wouldn't have to go to hell, but Lord, I could really go to heaven. God, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ through this hour. God, I'm a salvation. Lord, on the blessing, God, that uh, you have uh, for us to receive here today. We know, God, you are thankful you love me, Lord. Service for such a time as this. Thank you, God, you still able to save souls. Thankful, God, contrary to what the world says, Lord, you are our strength and our sufficiency, God. Without you, Lord, we can do nothing, but with you, God, nothing shall be impossible, Lord. Lord, I'm just thankful this morning. I don't have to go to hell. Lord, I really get to go to heaven, Lord. By your marvelous grace, saving my wretched soul out of the pits of hell. God, I'm a nobody. God, in me, Lord, for somebody that can save my soul. God, I'm thankful that you've done that. God, praise your high holy name. Lord, I ask you, God, this morning, would you, Lord, remove any iniquity in my heart and in my life. I got anything that would stand in the way of what you want to do. I pray you purify my heart. God, I pray that you, Lord, have this day. Wash us through me this morning, God. I pray, Father. Lord, may you remove any unrighteousness, God, that our hearts may be pure beside God. Holy Father, Lord, as we stand, God, just try to be a conduit for you, Lord. God, just a mouthpiece of megaphone, God. Lord, I just pray your will be done, God, in this place today. Lord, may we be sensitive to the Holy Ghost. May nothing leave the Holy Spirit of God. May nothing breathe or quench the Holy Spirit, God, this morning. It's my prayer. I pray you find every demon of hell pushed back every force. God, I pray, Father, that you would put a hedge about this place and you'd rend the heavens one more time, God, open up. Pour out on your people, God, today's my prayer. Lord, I pray for that one here lost, God. I pray for that one here that doesn't know you and the free pardon of sin, God. I pray, Father, for that one that's not sure, God, if they died right now, heaven be their home. I pray they get born again this morning, God. We the way to Jesus. Get saved by your marvelous grace. God, for all that really matters is what we do with Jesus Christ. 
Uh, God, when it's all said and done, uh, God, it'll not matter our, 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 our accolades, God, it'll not matter. Uh, our prestige and notoriety. God, all that matters what we've done with you. God, I pray for those that are sick. God, pray for the Bruce. God, thank you for keeping him safe as he traveled. God, may you be with him during his biopsy, Lord. God, I pray for uh, uh, we wish our grandma Gail. God, please touch her, Lord. Lord, I pray for Brian. I pray for little Karen's family. God, to be there. God, I pray, Father, for Brother Kenny this morning. Pray for Brother Sam and Miss Barbie, God. Lord, I pray for the unspoken request, God, this morning. Thankful you know the heart before the mouth speaks, God. And Lord, I just pray and answer according to your perfect will. God, most of all, Lord, would you get glory out of everything yes, that's done today. Lord God, would it not be about a man, a song, or a sermon? Yes, but God, would it be all about yes, the glory yes, of God? Lord, Lord, however you choose to get that glory, yes, God, would we be willing and sensitive and obedient to the will of God in this place today? Yes, Lord, we'll praise you for what you do in Jesus' name. All right, if we could have a couple ushers come forward, we will receive our Sunday morning offering at this time. Have a couple kiddos. Lyle, you need some prayer, brother. Father, Lord, we are thankful and grateful, Lord, that we're able to be in your house this morning. Thank you, God, for all you do for us. Thank you, God, that, that you watch over us and we don't even realize it, Lord. Yes, Lord. Bless this offering. Bless each soul here. Everyone's come out. God, I pray you get glory. In your sweet name, I pray. Amen. Amen. got something I'd like uh, to do before the message, but before we do that, we'll ask Miss Grace to sing for us this morning.
and the night Christ was born just before the break of as the stars in the sky were fading or the place where he lay fell a shadow cold and gray or a cross that will humble a king Born to die upon Calvary, Jesus suffered my sins to forgive. Born to die upon Calvary, he was wounded. Jesus knew when he came, he would suffer in shame. He would feel every pain, every sorrow. But he left paradise with his blood. He paid the price, my redemption to Jesus. From his throne, Jesus came, laid aside heaven's fame in exchange for the cross of Calvary. For my king suffered loss, for my sin he bore the cross. He was wounded, and I was set free. Born to die upon Calvary. Jesus suffered my sins to Wounded 
in July. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Looking for the snowflakes to start falling outside. Praise God. All right. Got a little something for you this morning. God laid on my heart. Uh, and um, this is um, just to all of you who had a part this week uh, in Bible school. So Upon the streets of gold Beside the crystal sea Heard these angels singing And someone called your name You turned and saw this young man And he was smiling as he came And he said, friend You may not know me now And he said, but wait you used to teach my Sunday school when I was only eight. Every week you would say a prayer before the class would start. One day when you said that prayer, I asked Jesus in my heart. Another man stood before you He said, remember the time A missionary came to your church His pictures made you cry You didn't have much money But you gave it anyway Jesus took the gift you gave And that's why I'm in heaven Thank you for giving to the Lord I am a life that was changed Thank you for giving to the Lord I am so One by one they came Far as your eyes could see Each life somehow touched By your generosity Little things that you had done Sacrifices you made 
were unnoticed on this earth in heaven now proclaim that I know up in heaven you're not supposed to cry but I'm almost sure there were tears in your eyes as Jesus took your hand you stood before the Lord He said, my child, look around you Great is your reward Thank you for giving to the Lord I am a life that was changed think about this life and the difficulties that come with serving the Lord and doing His work and all those times that Satan does try to get you to quit. And if our reward was earthly, it wouldn't be worth it. But friend, our, our reward is not on this earth. And I guarantee you, if you or myself are so blessed for one person to approach us when we get to heaven and say, I'm here because you cared enough to tell me about Jesus. Any doubt or question about whether or not it's worth it will be gone. Amen. Thank you. And I'm so glad you gave. Josh, you come today and you preach for us, sir. Done, and uh, I like it when God orchestrates the service. Amen. Amen. I'm not sure if this thing's on or not, Jake. Praise the Lord. Oh.
And uh, I want to thank God for his goodness in our lives. Thank, thank God for what he done this week. And uh, amen, I'll reiterate uh, what's already been said, but uh, investing in the lives, uh, any life, but a young person's life especially, uh, uh, God speaks of that in his word, uh, is never a waste of time. Uh, investing in their life for the cause of Christ. And I want I, to jump right into it this morning. And you bear with us. You pray for us. Uh, very early uh, this in the, in the week, God began to stir my heart about some things. And I had no idea I'd be preaching uh, here this week. But God did. And, and uh, he's brought some things to fruition for me and uh, manifested himself. And I pray that I could just be a conduit for him. Uh, this morning and, and be a help to you. So you pray for us. Amen. It may take us a minute to get off the ground, but we're going somewhere. And uh, amen. I pray that God will help you as he's helped me. But we'll be in Hebrews chapter number 11. Hebrews chapter number 11 this morning. Hebrews chapter number 11. While you're turning there, you can also find your place in Exodus chapter uh, 2. Exodus chapter 2 and hold your finger there. I'm not sure if this is mine or not. Amen. Good. All right. Uh, I believe we'll just continue on with uh, the theme or, or what we were talking about this week. And, and, uh, and that man is a man by the name of Moses. Amen. And uh, I want us to see some things to, uh, this morning, if we could. And uh, just uh, uh, what God, I believe God is trying to tell us in and through this passage of Scripture. But uh, many of you that know anything about your Bibles, you know uh, uh, Hebrews chapter number 11. Uh, uh, many call it the, the Hall of Faith, and you, instead of the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Faith. And, and uh, I, I want to look at some things here and uh, give you what God's laid on our heart. But once you found your place in Hebrews chapter number 11, if you would, please stand and reverence the reading of God's Word. Amen. If you would, enable, uh, please stand. I want to read just uh, uh, four or five verses this morning, and we'll pray and give you what God's laid on our heart. If you're there, say Amen. Word of God says this in verse number 23 of chapter number 11 of Hebrews. The Bible says, by faith, Moses. Amen. We could stop right there and preach a while simply on the fact, amen, Moses was able to do what Moses could do. Amen. Not because of who he was, but because of who he put his faith in. Amen. Hallelujah to God. And when he was born, he was hid three months of his parents because they saw he was a proper child. And they were not afraid of the king's commandment. By faith, Moses, when he was come to years, refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, choosing rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. Esteeming the reproach of Christ, greater riches than the treasures in Egypt, for he had respect under the recompense of the reward. Amen. By faith, there it is again, he forsook Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king, for he endured as seeing him who is invisible. Amen. With God's help this morning, I want to preach this simple thought. I've made up my mind. I've made up. My mind, let us pray. Heavenly Father, God, I love you this morning. God, I thank you for the precious word of God. Lord, I ask you, God, to hide us behind the old rugged cross. Uh, God, you know I can't do it on my own. Uh, uh, God, I'm not able. I don't have the ability. Uh, uh, but God, I ask you, Lord, to use us as a mouthpiece and a vessel for you this morning. Uh, I pray, God, words uh, uh, would not fall on deaf ears. I pray it wouldn't be a sounding brass or tingling symbol. Uh, uh, but God, I pray your word would penetrate the hearts and lives uh, of listeners. 
listeners this morning, God. I pray, God, it'd get deep below the collarbone. God, I pray, Father, we'd put off, Lord, anything outside these four walls for just a little while. God, not think about the world or tomorrow, but God, just take on the now and now. God, for just a little while, God, do what only you can. Save that one that's lost. God, I pray, Father, would you speak to hearts and lives, and God, would we be obedient, God, to the conviction that falls upon our lives, and God, be willing to do that that you'd have us to do for the cause of Christ. We'll praise you for what you do in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Thank you for standing. You may be seated. Amen. Uh, we see this morning that, uh, uh, amen, for Moses to get where Moses got, uh, some choices had to be made. Uh, some things took place, uh, amen, in order for Moses to get to the place, uh, amen, to where uh, God was going to do with him what God was going to do with him. Now, uh, let me say this, God is sovereign. Uh, God knew what he was going to do. Uh, uh, but what I am saying, uh, amen, is uh, uh, some choices had to be made in order to put Moses in a position Amen. To do what God would have him to do. Amen. So people made up their minds. Some people made some choices and some decisions were made. And I want to crawl through these this morning. Amen. And we'll be going back to Exodus to give you some text and some uh, some meat and some backbone to support what we're trying to say as it's not our words but God's. Uh, but some choices were made this morning and I want you to see that. Amen. If you're taking notes, amen. Point number one, we see parental choices. Parental choices. Amen. Hallelujah to God. I felt something on that. Amen. I said parental choices. Amen. Listen, Exodus chapter number 6 verse 20 tells us Moses had some parents by the name of Amram and Jochebed. Amen. Who was also Aaron's mother and father as well as their sister Miriam. And they had some choices that they had to make. Now I want to take me a time out. Amen. Dust me off a spot and say this. I don't care if you're 9 or 99. We all have choices to make. Amen. And the choices that you make day in and day out doesn't just affect you in the now and now, but it'll affect you from that day. Amen. Now on. I don't care what it is, how big or how small it may be. And every choice has a positive or negative consequence. Amen. I don't care what it is, what you choose to do. Amen. Hey, listen, if I choose to go up here at Dairy Queen and get me three or four blizzards, it may be good at the time. Amen. Oh, but the consequence is going to be negative. Amen. For my health. Hey, hallelujah. Amen. Uh, just, uh, just giving, uh, amen. Uh, just giving a little bit. Uh, the choices that we make that we do not seem, uh, amen, to be trivial at all, all have an effect. Every choice we make. But we see that uh, Moses' parents made some choices here. Amen. And they made those choices uh, uh, with a conscious uh, mind and a conscious effort of what they had in store for their son Moses. Amen. Uh, They made them uh, understanding what lied ahead in the future. They made them understanding where they was at at the time. Amen. Uh, And you say, but Josh, what were the choices they made? I ain't going to stay here long. I'm going to hit it and go on. Amen. This ain't, hey, listen, it's not very divine. It's not out of this world, but it's true. Listen, they chose to have Moses. Amen. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Hey, they chose to have Moses. Amen. Hey, listen, the Bible says, verse 23 of chapter 11, by faith when Moses was 
born. Amen. Exodus, if you got your finger there, chapter 2, amen, verse number 1 says this, and there went a man out of the house of Levi, took to a wife, a daughter of Levi, and the woman conceived and bare a son. Amen. They didn't abort Moses. Amen. Hey, Moses was conceived, therefore Moses was born. Amen. And can I just dust me off a spot and say this? They made the choice before they ever conceived. Amen. Hallelujah to God. The choice was made long before they ever conceived Moses. Amen. And the same with you and the same, amen, with everybody else. I'm, I'm telling you, amen, I am pro-choice. Here's the choice. Amen. You'll make it before it ever takes place. Amen. Amen. Glory to God. They had a choice and they chose to have Moses. Amen. Now, I know some of y'all, you're going to say, well, God's God and God could have used anybody. And that's true. But what if they hadn't had Moses? Amen. What about God's people? Amen. Enslaved in bondage in Egypt. And God had chose Moses to be the deliverer. Amen. But they done away with Moses. They didn't want to have Moses. They were in difficult times, difficult days, and they just thought it'd be best not to have him. God had a plan for Moses, but amen, in order for that plan to be fulfilled, they had to, they had to make some choices, amen, conscious choices of what they were going to do. They chose to have him, number one. Amen. Amen. Listen, as we've already said, they had Moses in difficult days. Amen. Can I take a time out and say this? We're living in difficult days. Amen. In Moses' day, in Jochebed's day, amen, in Amram's day, they were enslaved to Pharaoh and in bondage in Egypt. You can find that for the sake of time we won't read it in Exodus chapter number 1. Amen. And we find in verse number 8 of Exodus 1 that this new Pharaoh had no recollection of Joseph. Amen. And what God had done through Joseph in times past, they didn't know, amen, what God could do or what God would do on behalf of his people. Therefore, amen, he put them in amen, the most severe bondage and put them in, amen, the most enslaved situation. And the Bible will tell you in Exodus 1 that they were taskmasters that daily whipped them. Amen. And these days were difficult. Amen. They were treated horrible. And they were living in difficult days. Amen. But I'm thankful they didn't let what was going on around them, amen, be what determined their decision of what they were going to do with Moses. Even though the days were bad, they still had him. Amen. Glory to God. They did not abort the deliverer. Amen. Ain't it crazy how, ain't it just like God, he was going to use Moses to be the deliverer. Amen. But the only way for Moses to be the deliverer, amen, is he had to be delivered. Amen. Hallelujah to God. They had Moses in difficult days. Amen. You said, but Josh, what are you getting at? Amen. There's no excuses. Amen. For the, uh, the choices or the mindset that some people has in this day. And it ain't just the world. I'm talking about a lot of the church. Amen. A good portion of your churches have adopted this mindset. Amen. And I'm just here to tell you, amen, it'll be the parental choices that determine the destiny. Amen. Difficult days. Well, you don't understand the circumstances. No, I don't, but God did. Amen. And hey, babies are a miracle of God. And if God didn't know what he was going to do and how he was going to do it and what he's going to use that child for, I promise you, he'd have never let you conceive. 
Amen. It may be dangerous days. Difficult days, but so was the fact in Moses' day. So was the fact in Amram and Jochebed's day. Amen. They, uh, listen, they had Moses in dangerous days. You'll find, uh, amen, that uh, they were ordered by Pharaoh to kill all the male babies. Amen. I'm going to take a time out. I'm going to read it to you, amen. If you need to go on this morning, you can go. But verse 15 of Exodus chapter number 1 says, And the king of Egypt spake to the Hebrew midwives, of which the name of the one was Shifra, and the name of the other Pua. And he said, When you do the office of a midwife for the Hebrew women, hear, hear me now, double standards, amen. When you do it for those Hebrew women, when you do it for those church folk, yeah. Amen. Listen to me. Hallelujah to God. Amen. Uh, when you do it for them, see them upon the stools. If it be a son, then you shall kill him. But if it be a daughter, then she shall live. Amen. Hey, that's what they were trying to do. That was Pharaoh's agenda from the word go. Hey, all I'm telling you is things that, hey, in 2022, nothing's changed. Amen. Hey, it was a different standard for the Hebrew women than it was for, amen, the Egyptian women. It's different for the church women than it was for the world. I'm telling you, they're out to get God's people in difficult and dangerous days. They're out, amen, to get God's people. Let me say this, amen, I'm not, I'm not trying to beat a dead horse to death, but I'm going to hit it while I go by, amen, hey, even, even in Exodus chapter number one, plumb back at the beginning of God's word, amen, those Egyptian people and Pharaoh, amen, knew the difference between a little boy child and a little girl child, amen, 2,000 some odd years later, we've got confused, Amen. Even hey, even these people without all the technolo- technological advancements, without all this and all that, they still knew there wasn't but two that could be had, a little boy and a little girl. Amen. Shows us where we're at today, don't it? Amen. Hey, listen, we think we're so advanced. I just soon go back to when it was like, amen, black was black and white was white. Amen. What I'm telling you this morning... Amen. It's from the beginning of time there's only been two. Amen. Now they're trying to they're trying to have more identities, amen, and genders than there is letters in the alphabet. And I think I don't know what they're going. They're gonna start using pound signs and stars or something, amen. Because they're running out of letters. Amen. Glory to God. I'm just telling you, they knew. Not only did they, they knew the difference between a boy child and a girl child. Amen. And I'm just here to say, hey, uh, mom, dad, hey, uh, uh, girl, boy, whoever it may be this morning, uh, from the youngest to the oldest, Psalm 139, 14 is still in the Bible, and God said that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen. I don't care who you are this morning. I don't care where you come from. Amen. I don't care where you're at. But what I'm telling you, God made you to be you. Embrace who God would have you to be. Amen. Don't let everybody else dictate who you are. Amen. Hallelujah to God. Amen. I'm not going to let my friends dictate who I am. I'm not going to let my co-workers dictate who I am. Amen. I am by, I'm like Paul. I am what I am by the grace of God. Amen. God dictates who I am. And God ought to dictate who you are. Amen. But here's what I'm afraid. 
Hey, I'm afraid a lot of what happened in the church. A lot, a lot of parents. Hey, man, a lot of people. Hey, they're one person in the church house and another person throughout the week. And their kids can see it. And the parental choices that they make is having an effect on their children. Amen. We're going to see it here in a little bit. But the choices of Amram and Jochebed, amen, determine the destiny and the decision of Moses. I ain't trying to get ahead of myself, but I'm just telling you that's what's coming. Amen. Hey, they were drowning little babies in the river. Amen. Hey, the Egyptians were drowning Hebrew babies, Hebrew male babies in the river. Amen. It was dangerous times, but they still had Moses. Amen. They were still willing to have Moses. Hallelujah to God. Now, now they, not, they chose to have him. I, I know I've spent a lot of time there, but I'm going to tell you another decision they made. They chose to hide him. Amen. They chose to have him, but they also chose to hide him. Look now, verse number 23 says, when he was born, what was? He was hid three months of his parents, amen, because they saw he was a proper child. I like this last part. They were not afraid of the king's commandment. Amen. Hey, listen, you better go ahead. I've done made up my mind. You ought to go ahead and make up your mind. Amen. If the king's commandment goes against God's commandment, amen, I'm not going to be afraid of the king's commandment. Amen. Hey, if I go with God, he'll never fail me. Amen. Jochebed and Amram knew if they'd done what God would have them to do, God would take care of the rest. Now, I thought about this. They hit him for three months. Amen. They probably hit him in the house. Ashley and I don't have children, but we've been around a lot. Amen. And many of you all have had them. But you know, unless they got colic or unless something's wrong for the first three months, they do a lot of sleeping. So it wouldn't have been hard to hide him for the first few months. Amen. It would have been real easy. But after that stage, it got harder, amen, to hide him. So they had to choose how they were, they were going to continue to keep him hid. Amen. And they done all this without the fear of the king. Amen. So how did they hide him? You ask. I'm glad you asked. Back in Exodus chapter number 2, verse 3 and 4. Amen. The Bible says when she could no longer hide him. He's getting big. Amen. He's crying. He's whining. Amen. She can't hide him in the house anymore. Listen. When she could no longer hide him, she took for him an ark of bulrushes and daubed him with slime and with pitch and put the child therein and she laid it in the flags by the river's bank and his sister, Moses, stood afar off to wit what would be done to him. Amen. The faith of Amram and Jochebed. Amen. I'm just being honest now. I'm trying to get here. But their faith is what put Moses in the hall of faith. Amen. Moses' faith, amen, bridged off of, amen, it was a a side piece or a continuation of the faith of his mom and daddy. Amen. You can't deny that. That's undeniable. Amen. But listen, they had, they was protecting Moses. And I just want to stop right here and say this. The Bible tells me in Exodus 2, amen, verse 3, that they hid him in an ark of bulrushes. Amen. I'm just going to say this. You better build a spiritual ark for your kids. 
Amen. You better build a spiritual ark and you better put them in it. You say, but Josh, what do you mean by that? Amen. Hey, you ought to cover them and you ought to protect them and you ought to bathe them in prayer. Mama, Daddy, they ought to know, amen, what it is to see you pray. Amen. They ought to know what it is. Hey, it's all right if you come to an altar. Amen. And they crawl up right under you. Hey, just let them stay. Let them know that prayer is powerful. Amen. If only time they see you pray, amen, is at the church house, they'll never, amen, deem prayer is powerful. Amen. Hey, you ought to build an ark around your children. You ought to build an ark around your grandchildren. Hey, they ought to see the Bible as the most important book ever held by the ever held by uh, the soul of man. Amen. They ought to know, not because of what I say, not because of what you, amen, what you talk about, but they ought to know it's important by how often you've got your face in it. Amen. Amen. They ought to know there's something about that book because daddy's always reading it. Mama's always reading it. Put them in a spiritual ark. Amen. Hey, protect them. When Mo, hey, when Jochebed could no longer hide him, she put him in the hands of God. Amen. When she could no longer hide him, she put him, amen, in the spiritual ark in the hands of God. Amen. Amen. They ought to bathe them in the prayer. You ought to bathe them in the Bible. They ought to know what the Bible says. Amen. Y'all teach kids. Listen, you said, but Josh, you ain't got none. It's hard for you to speak. You may be right. But I'm going to tell you this. Amen. There ought to be a time, amen, in your child's life where they get some form of the Bible read to them, amen, or shown to them in their life on a regular basis. Amen. Everything else is on a regular basis. You feed them on a regular basis. Amen. You bathe them on a regular basis. You change their diaper on a regular basis. So why in God's name would you not give them the Bible on a regular basis? Amen. Amen. Hey, I'm just saying somebody needs to make up their mind. Jochebed and Amram made up their mind. There needs to be a mama, a daddy, a mama, a papa, amen, an aunt, an uncle that makes up their mind. Amen. Amen. Moving on. I need to bathe them in the prayer. I need to bathe them in the Bible. Amen. Hey, listen. Uh, you need to bathe them in church. Amen. Amen. I'm going to take time out. Not a church. I've heard this a lot and I've heard it lately. Amen. Well, it, not, it may not be where I go or where I'd want them to go. Amen. Uh, but at least they're going. That used to be true, but that ain't the case anymore. Not everything that has a church and a steeple is, amen, is giving them God. Amen. Hey, I said you ought to bathe them in the church, not a church. Amen. Amen. I'm saying they ought to be in a church, Bible-believing, amen, death, burial, and resurrection, that it still takes the blood to save. They ought to be in the church. Amen. You ought to bathe them in church. Can I say, God help me this morning. Amen. Listen. If you're, if, you're, if you're 50%, if your attendance is 50% while you're raising your child, their attendance will probably be a quarter if not none. Amen. No doubt about it. Amen. 
You want your child to, you want a, hey, you want a good chance of your child being in church three out of the four times the door is open, you better have them here 100% of the time as a child. Amen. Because the percentage will drop. Amen. You say, I don't believe that. Well, let's just look back over time. Amen. It'd be real easy to get the statistics on that. I'd be glad to do it. What I'm telling you, amen, is if it's not important to you when you're raising them, it'll not be important to them when they get your age. Amen. Amen. I ain't saying and I ain't putting them on a pedestal. But we didn't always want to go. Amen. But he made us come. He put us in the house of God. I don't remember everything, but I do remember some things. Amen. There was a foundation laid in my life. Amen. Can't remember every sermon preached. I remember more whippings than I do messages. Amen. Hallelujah to God. It's the truth. Amen. I, I, it's, it's new now because the windows are new. Amen. But I can tell you, I can tell you everything about that back window because that's where daddy always took us. Amen. When he beat us to death. Hallelujah to God. Amen. I can tell you more about the whippings than I can the sermons, but God was still doing something in my life. And I didn't always follow it, and I didn't always stay the course. Amen. But it came full circle in my life. And when everything fell to pieces, there stood the foundation that I could build back on. Amen. Hey, when I took my life, and I ran with it, and the devil, amen, ran me straight into a brick wall, and my life crumbled. I still had a foundation, Brother Anthony. I, I still had something. Amen. Moses still had something. Amen. When mama wasn't there. When daddy wasn't there. When they had to put him in the bulrush. Amen. The ark of the bulrush and send him down the river. Mama wasn't there and daddy wasn't there. But God was there. Hallelujah to God. Praise the Lord. Amen. Parental choices. Amen. Less than less than less than ten years into Moses' life, do you see, Amen, how big of an impact the parental choices had on Moses' life? Had she had chose not to hide him, he'd have never been Moses the deliverer. He'd have never been the one that brought the people out. And had she chose not to hide him, Amen. Had she chose not to hide him, we're fixing to find out. What would have happened? Amen. I've got to hurry. Lord, help me. Amen. Because of the parental choices, this point number two, you say you're only at point number two? Yeah, but we're getting towards the end. Amen. Because of the parental choices, it determined Moses' personal choices. Amen. Amen. I want to look at Moses' decisions. Amen. Moses' decisions. I want us to see some things right here. Amen. God in all of His glory. I want to read you this real quick. Amen. Uh, uh, the Bible says uh, in verse number 24 of Hebrews chapter number 11, by faith, here it is again, by faith Moses when he was come to years. So, uh, so we see in verse 23 the pattern, by faith Moses when he was born. That's when he couldn't do anything for himself. That's when he was relying on mom and daddy. Amen. But then in verse 24, by faith Moses when he come to years. It'll take faith. It'll take faith. Amen. Amen. What kind of faith would it take for you to take a little, a little child, probably less than a year old, wrap it up in bulrushes and send it down the river and say, God, please take care of my baby. Well, that's, good that's faith. That's faith. Amen. But listen to what it says. Listen. And I'm, I'm going to get here. 
Oh, God help me this morning. Amen. Verse 24, when he was come to years, he refused to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Mm. God help me not miss this this morning. Amen. Hey, I want you to understand when Moses come to years, if you know anything and if you study the life of Moses, amen, Moses was in the palace. Moses was getting all the schooling. Moses was in all the royalty. Moses was in all the prestige. Moses was in all the notoriety. Moses was a prince. But Moses remembered his mama. Amen. Hey, you said, but Josh, what are you saying? Hey, look, look back with me at Exodus chapter number two. Amen. The Bible says in verse number five, we've already read one. We know the ark was built. We know they put him at the riverbank. And we know the sister watched from afar off to see what would be done. But I want you to see what God does. Verse five says, and the daughter of Pharaoh came down to wash herself at the river and her handmaidens walked along by the riverside and when she saw the ark among the flags she sent her maid to fetch it when she had opened it she saw the child and behold the babe wept amen hey I heard one old preacher say it like this said about the time she opened that amen uh, she opened uh, uh, the ark uh, she opened uh, amen that bull rush amen God just pinched little Moses told him start crying amen cause it broke her heart Amen. Amen. It broke her heart. Listen, that's what the Bible says. And behold, the babe wept, and she had compassion. See, it broke her heart. This, and she said, this is one of the Hebrew children. <laughs> Listen, right place, right time. Then said his sister, who once was afar off. Amen. But now she's right on the scene. To Pharaoh's daughter, shall I go and call to thee the nurse of the Hebrew women, that she may nurse a child for thee? And Pharaoh's daughter said to her, go. And the maid went. And guess who she went and got? She went and got the child's mama. Hallelujah to God. Hey, uh, um, all I'm saying is, amen, is because Amram and Jochebed was willing to have faith, amen, and send him down the river. God brought him back full fold. God brought him back full fold. And listen to me. Listen now. I've got to finish. Listen to what he said. Amen. Uh, and verse number 9, And Pharaoh's daughter sent unto her, Take this child away. Nurse it for me, and I'll give thee thy wages. And the woman took the child and nursed it. And the child grew, and she brought him unto Pharaoh's daughter. He became her son. And she called his name Moses and said, Because I drew him out of the water. Now as I was studying and I was preparing, Amen. God just nudged my heart concerning this thought. She had him for the first few months and hid him in the house. Amen. Then she sent him down the river. But God, amen, brought her back and allowed that child's mama, allowed Jochebed to nurse that child. Amen. And I believe all the while, Jochebed knew that at some point she was going to have to give this child back to Pharaoh. Pharaoh's daughter, right? So with every breath she had, she was telling him, son, you're not one of them. Son, you're not one of them. Hey, son, I'll be putting you back in her hands. And I know you may not understand this, but I'm going to speak it into your ear every day of your life so that you may know that you're one of God's children. You're not one of them. And from day in and day out, she was nursing her own child. Amen for Pharaoh's daughter. Oh, but listen. Amen. She was doing it trusting by faith. 
that God would bring it to fruition in Moses' life. So, but Josh, is that what happened? Verse 24 tells me he refused to be called Pharaoh's daughter, the son of Pharaoh's daughter. Amen. Mama got her point across. But she was persistent. She was, amen, day in and day out. Amen. She was giving him. Hey, God, she was, hey, she was telling that you are, amen, one of his. Mm. Hey, he refused, a, he refused a great position because he remembered what his mama told him. Amen. I got to move on. Not only did he refuse to be called the son of Pharaoh's daughter, but listen, he rejected the pleasures of sin. Hebrews 11, uh, 25 says, choosing rather to suffer the affliction with the people of God. Amen. It'd do us some good. Amen. It'd do somebody some good this morning to make up your mind that said, instead of uh, having uh, the pleasures of sin, uh, amen, uh, and trying to play both sides of the fence, uh, you're going to have to understand if you're going to be on God's side, there's going to be affliction. Amen. Well, but if you choose the world side, there's pleasure in sin. And listen, I'm telling every one of you young people, and mom and daddy, amen, don't try to, there is pleasure in sin. Amen. We try to paint this bad picture. Sin is pleasurable. Amen. It is appeasing to the flesh. Sin is appeasing. Amen. And appealing. But it only lasts for a season. Amen. It only lasts for a season. Amen. Let me tell you something about sin. Your first day in sin will be your best day. Amen. Amen. Because it's downhill from there. Your first day in the pleasure of sin will be your most pleasurable day. Amen. Because with each day thereafter. Amen. We, remember, we talked about choices. And every choice we make has a positive or negative consequence. Amen. That choice of sin and the pleasure of it will bring pleasure for just a short while. And then you've got to live with the consequences thereafter. Amen. Hey, the devil don't paint that picture for you. Amen. Amen. I'm just being honest. It's 2022. Amen. You drive down the road, drive down the interstate, that billboard you see, amen, of whatever a specific alcoholic beverage may be on it. Amen. It shows it in the summertime dripping with ice. Amen. And in the wintertime, the mountains are blue. Amen. But it don't show that vehicle wrapped around a telephone pole. It don't show that 18-year-old, amen, dying at a young age because he just wanted the pleasure of sin for a season. The devil don't play fair. The devil don't play fair. He shows you the pleasures, not the consequences. Amen. Hallelujah to God. He rejected the pleasures. Why did he reject them? His personal choices and the decisions that he made. Amen. Hey, he chose that over sin because... Amen, of the parental choices that mom and daddy made. I'm, I, I know I'm beating it to death, but I'm trying to get it in, into you here. Amen, listen to me. He refused a great position. He rejected the pleasures, but this is what he won't listen. Listen, verse 26, I'm almost done. He wanted real prosperity. I said real prosperity. Not the world's prosperity, but real prosperity. He, he said, esteeming the reproach of Christ... Greater riches than the treasures in Egypt. 
Mm. I done told you, he had all that Egypt had to offer. Amen. All the glitz, all the glamour, all the royalty. Amen. But he esteemed the reproach of Christ hey, higher than, amen, the treasures of Egypt. Amen. Hey, this world has a lot of stuff. And it'll offer you a whole lot. But it is all temporal. It's all going to pass away. Amen. It's all uh, going uh, to, to, to burn up. It's all going to be gone. Amen. You say, you, you spend your time, and listen, there ain't, ain't nothing wrong with the blessings of God. But you spend your time hoarding up and getting all this stuff. Amen. And your family runs through it before the grass starts to grow over your grave. Amen. I'm just being honest. You might not like, like it, lump it, dump it, or bump it. They'll be fighting in the funeral home before they ever close the casket. Amen. But if you lay up treasures in heaven, amen, where rust and moth doesn't corrupt, hey, I'm telling you, that's where lasting treasures are. And Moses knew that his treasures come. Amen. Not of earth and vessel. Oh, hey. But he knew that it come. Amen from God Almighty. I like this word right here. And I want to hit it and move on. Amen. Moving on. He had respect. For the recompense. Of the reward. Hey! Moses respected. Amen. Of what it took to give him what he had. Moses respected what it took to give him that reward. Do you respect? Amen. You've got a reward. Amen. Whosoever will has reward in heaven. Amen. By giving themselves. Amen. Their heart and life to Jesus Christ. What did it take to get that reward? It took God's only begotten Son. Amen. To die the cruelest death ever thought of by mankind. To die on old rugged cross. Amen. To hang, to bleed, and to suffer. Amen. So that you don't have to go to hell. He respected the recompense of the reward. Amen. I'm just going to be real honest this morning. I can't expect the world to respect God if I ain't willing to respect Him. Amen. Amen. We talk about, oh, even the drunks, even the, the, they used to have respect for God's house. Yeah, that's because God had, God's people had respect for God. Amen. The reason the world respected God is because the church, amen, I respected God at such, a, at such a high level and such a high esteem, amen, that it bled over into the world. Amen. We don't have a respect for the recompense anymore. Amen. Our respect for what's been given, amen, so that we don't get what we deserve is not respected anymore. Amen. But Moses knew as he got up in years, he saw what mama did. He saw what daddy did. He saw what it took. He saw what they were willing to do to give him what was his. Oh, God, help us this morning. Amen. He refused. It wasn't about the position with Moses. It wasn't about the pleasures. And it wasn't about worldly prosperity. Amen. It was all about Christ. It was all about God. It was all about the things of God. Amen. I want you to see this and I'm done. Not only Moses' decisions, but I want you to see Moses did it. 
I'm finishing up right here. Moses did it. By faith, what did he do? He forsook Egypt. By faith, Moses was able to forsake the world. Amen. Hey, hello, Moses was able to forsake the world because of choices that were made. Amen. How do you set your family and your children up for success? Amen. Hey, forsake Egypt. Forsake Egypt. Amen. Moses, by faith, was able to forsake Egypt, not fearing the wrath of the king. For he endured of seeing him who is invisible. I'm going to say this. I'm going to ask Miss Grace to go ahead and start making her way. I'm finished. Moses made it. Listen. Listen, don't miss this, please. Moses made a decision. But then he acted on it. Decisions are made here. Actions are made here. He got out of Egypt. He already made his mind up. He had already purposed in his heart. But he put, amen, what he made his mind up to do and what he purposed in his heart. He put it to action. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen. I can, I can come in and I can suffer the affliction. I can esteem the reproach as Moses did. I can refuse to be called a child of the world or a son of Pharaoh's daughter. But if I ain't willing to forsake, if I'm willing to just keep going back to Egypt, amen. Hey, a change of heart, a change of mind. Repentance is still in the Word of God. Amen. 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 We can make, we can make conscious good decisions with our heart and with our mind. But if we ain't willing... Amen. To change our direction. Moses and his parents, they made up their mind. Mama, Daddy, Mama, Papa. I ain't asking if you bring your kids to church. I'm not asking if you participate in Bible school. I'm not asking what all you did, and I thank God for all that. I'm asking if when you want to make up your mind. All in. Amen. All cards on the table. I'm, my family's all in. I'm bathing them in prayer, the Bible, and church, and we're going all in for God. Amen. Jochebed and Amram went all in. And when Moses come to years, he was all in. Like it or not. It begins with you, Mom. It begins with you, Dad. It begins with you, Mama. It begins with you, Pap. That's the responsibility you chose. Amen. Amen. Grandparents here, amen, the responsibility you have as a grandparent was bestowed upon you when you had children, knowing that there would be a possibility you'd be a grandparent. Amen. Mom, Dad, the responsibility you have is the same responsibility Amham and Jacobet had when they chose to conceive. Conception brings responsibility. I've made up my mind. Will you? Hey, we need some Moseses in this day. We need some Pauls in this day. 
Amen. Well, hey, hey, listen. Hey, we need some men of God, women of God in this day. Moses was Moses because Jochebed and Amram were willing to make parental choices based on what God said, not what the Pharaoh said. Amen. I'm laying mine. My family, as for me and my house, I think we'll just go with God. We're just going to serve the Lord. He's brought me this far. I'm 35 years old. God's got me here. I'm just going to trust him to take me on home. Amen. I have to live in this world, but I don't have to live of the world. I can be different, and it's all right. Amen. God, help us in this day to make up our mind. Listen, listen, can I help you? It's only going to get worse. The times are only going to get more dangerous and more difficult. You better make up your mind today. Amen. Because when it gets worse and worse, it'll be too late. It'll doesn't have you consumed and your family consumed. You got to decide today. I've made up my mind. I'm making up my mind. It ain't a, it ain't a decision here or here. Amen. It starts there. But I'm going to tell you where the decision is put to action. Is when you step out of that pew and say, as for me and my house, I'm laying them on the altar and I'm giving them to God. Strength is found when you realize you can't, but God can. I can't be who God wants me to be on my own, but with His help, I can. Who will make up their mind this morning? Every head bowed, every eye closed, I'm finished. Would you come this morning while Miss Grace plays? Some's already moved. I wonder, friend, would you step out of your pew? Would you make your way to an altar? You said, Brother Josh, I don't have any kids, don't have any grandkids. Hey, maybe you just make up your mind to be exactly what God would have you to be for everybody else's kids that's watching you. Some's already moving this morning, some's already praying. Moses brought God's people out because Moses was willing to make some decisions that was of God, not of the world. And Moses made those decisions because he seen his mama make them and he seen his daddy make them. Maybe you're here this morning and you said, but Josh, I, I'll be honest, I'm not... I'm not sure if I die right now. Nobody's looking around. Every head bowed, every eye closed. He said, but Josh, I'm not sure if I died right now. Heaven will be my home. I've made up, hey, maybe you've made up your mind this morning. You're going to give your heart and life to Jesus Christ. I'm going to ask you something this morning, friend, and I mean it with all sincerity and love. Hey, man, if you pull out of this parking lot, somebody T-bones you and you take your last breath in the next few minutes... When we leave this place, would you know beyond the shadow of a doubt you'd go to heaven? I don't have to live wondering if my life is good enough to go to. The Bible says that we may know. There's no peace like knowing that you're a child of God and that you're on your way to heaven. I'm just asking this morning. I'm not going to come to you. I'm not going to try to pull you out of the pews. But you said, but Josh, my heart's beating out of my chest. God spoke to my heart. Holy Ghost of God's moved on my heart. I don't know what this feeling is, Josh, but I felt it. I've never felt it before. That's God knocking on your heart's door. That's God speaking to your heart and life. 
My question this morning, will you make up your mind and say, I'm going to go with God, I'm going to give it to God. You've tried everything else. Why wouldn't you try it? You've tried it all. You've given other things a chance. Why not give God a chance? You say, Brother Josh, that's me. Would you just slip up your hand? I'm not going to try to stop you after service. I'm not going to come to you. I'm not, I, I, I'm not going to do any of that. I just want to pray for you. You say, but Josh, I'm not sure if I died in the condition I'm in right now, heaven, be my home. Would you just slip it up, put it right back down? I see that hand, I see that hand. It takes a man or a woman with a backbone. Amen. I said it'll take a man or a woman with a backbone to slip your hand up and say, but Josh, I'm not sure I'm right with God. Is there another I'm fixing to pray? Heavenly Father God, I love you. Lord, you've dealt with some people in this place today, and God, some have made that move to an old-fashioned altar. God, and done business with you. But God, I pray, Lord, that you would do what only you can in the next few moments. God, we'll praise you for everything you do. Have your will, have your way in Jesus' name. Nobody's looking around. If you raised your hand this morning, would you just look up here? You don't have to die lost and go to a devil's hell. God loves you. And the best thing you could do is just go ahead and make your mind up. Run to Jesus. Miss Holly, grab a Bible. Nobody's looking around. You, you say, that should have been me. God's prolonged this thing just for you. You say, but Josh, that, I was hoping we was going to get out of here. But, but now we're here a little longer. I, that should be me, but I just can't make that move. God has prolonged this service just for you. Don't tell God no. The most dangerous thing you'll ever do is to tell God no. I'm telling you, friend, it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of a living God. The worst news you'll ever hear is to stand before Him and Him say, Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. I never knew you. I don't care how big of a man you are, how tough you think you are, how bad you think you are. Every knee's going to bow, every tongue's going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, and I'd rather do it willingly than forcefully. I'd rather call upon Him willingly to be the Lord of my life and to save my soul than for Him to have to bow me down on my knee. When it's too late, it's going to be too late. Let me tell you, the best trick and the best device the devil has, time. He's, he's making, hey, you, you got all the time in the world. How do you know that? How do you know how much time you got left? The Bible says life is but a vapor. It appeared for a little time, vanished away. How do you know this morning, friend, when your ticket's going to be pulled? The only thing you can do is make preparation. Make preparation and get saved and get born again. That way... Whenever it comes, you'll be ready. You'll make heaven your home and you won't have to go to hell. There's, been a, there, there's, there's a few that's already had the backbone and courage to say, I need, I need to be saved and God's speaking to my heart. I wonder, will you be willing, friend? Would you be willing this morning? Christians are praying. I believe there's others in the house of God this morning needs to do business with God. This is what the devil's telling you. 
Amen. You've seen that cartoon where there's an angel on one shoulder and a devil on the other. Hey, this is what the devil's telling you. Just hang on. It's about over. He'll, he's going to shut up. She's going to quit playing. We're going to get out of here. It's about over. Just hang on. That's what the devil's telling you. Let me tell you what he'll do. He'll laugh at you your whole way to hell. He'll laugh at you on your way to hell knowing that he's pulled, you, pulled another one over on you. Amen. He's pulled the wool over your eyes and he's deceived you. He don't play fair, friend. He doesn't play fair. I'm telling you, the devil ain't no joke. I'm telling you, this preacher's talking from experience. I'm telling you. We don't have the power. When he does it, it'll be nasty. The devil doesn't do it. But to kill, steal, and destroy. That's the only motive he's got. It's not to disrupt your life. It's not to make it rocky. It's not. No, it's to steal, kill, and destroy your life. And he'll not quit till he does. Won't you give your heart and life to Jesus this morning? You might be here and you say, but Josh, I know I'm saved. But the fact of the matter is, you ain't living as close as you used to. You need to make up your mind this morning. I've made up my mind. I'm not, I'm not going to live in the shadows of the cross, but I'm going to live at the foot of the cross. Some of, hey, some of you, you used to be at the foot. Now you're way back in the shadows of the old rugged cross. I'd make up my mind this morning. I'd run to Jesus. I'd say, God, I want to be back in your bosom like old John was. I want to be back in the feet. I want to be at the foot of the cross. God, bring me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation. Oh, God, thank you. Heavenly Father, God, do what only you can. Oh, God. Would we make up our minds this morning? God's my prayer. Every man, woman, boy, and girl, I pray, God, when we leave this place today, It'll be different. Oh God, with you on the way out than we was on the way in because we've made up our mind. Hey, to make up your mind is to make a conscious decision that I'm going to do this instead of this and to put it to action. Not I'm working on it, not I'm trying. Not I'm thinking about it. When your mind's made up, amen. God's people, some of the most hard-headed people around. Amen. God's people, when, hey, when you make up your mind as a child of God, come hell or high water by the grace of God. Amen. You say, I'm going to do it by the grace of God. That's making up your mind. I ain't talking about trying. I ain't talking about working at it. I'm talking about making up your mind this morning. Say, I'm trying to do better. I'm working on doing better. I'm trying to do this. No, you need to just go ahead and make up your mind. There's power in a made-up mind. There's power in a made-up mind. Some still coming this morning. Friend, is God speaking to you? Just step out of that pew 
Come make up your mind. We've tried. We've been working on it. We've been trying, trying to do better. We've been doing all this for far too long. We need to make our minds up as God's people. The devil's done made up his mind. When are you going to make yours up? Hey, it's better than any piece of chicken you'll get at KFC, amen? Amen. They'll still have burgers in the drive-thru at Wendy's. It'd be all right. Amen. We got some people making up their minds. I'm going to go with God. I'm just going to go with God. Amen. Miss Grace, continue to play. We still. Please keep playing. Well, church, we have two new brothers and sisters in Christ. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. So come around, shake their hands, welcome into the family of God. Amen. There's still time, friend. There's still time for you. I'd get in while the waters are troubled. Amen. While God's near, seek him while he may be found. Call on him while he's near. Behold, he stands at the door and knocks. While he's knocking, I'd let him in.
Well, heaven's rejoicing this morning. Heaven's rejoicing. Heaven is rejoicing. We ought to be too. You realize just how good God has been to United Baptist Church. This week, at least 15 decisions of faith made through Bible school. and Now, two more added into the family of God. Just as I am. One more verse this morning. God won't let me close yet. Amen. It's all staying. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Not going to. Not try to pressure, manipulate, but. The doors are still open. No doubt in my mind, God is still dealing with hearts. I'm thankful for everyone that's been saved. But I don't want to sell God short. And friend, if you're here and God's dealing with your heart, heart's beating out of your chest. There's a struggle going on right now in your heart. Your will or God's will? Are you going to yield to Satan or are you going to yield to God? You know who you are. I've seen this so many times. And I'm afraid sometimes we get in too much of a hurry. Instead of letting God finish His work. Friend, the Bible says He was despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrow acquainted with grief. That's choice number one. To reject Jesus. Choice number two. For as many as received Him To them gave He the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on His name. Choice number two, receive Jesus. If you go to hell, it'll be because you said no to Christ and you rejected Him when He was desperately trying to draw you unto Himself. The Bible says that whosoever believeth in Him shall not be ashamed. And this Friday night, as I was dealing with these kids, and God was dealing with some of them, and I just challenged them. I said, kids, I said, Jesus wasn't ashamed to hang nakedly and openly before that mob as they spat on Him and as they crucified Him, and as they ridiculed Him. So if we really believe that Jesus was willing to do that for us, then I believe we'd be willing to identify ourselves with Him. 
You know, the Bible says that the devils of hell believe and tremble. There's a lot of believers in hell. There's a lot of people that believe the facts of the gospel. But they weren't willing to take it to the next step. And that is to be willing to identify themselves with Christ. Christ identified Himself with you. Even though He was sinless, He was holy. You're vile. You're sinful. But yet He's saying, will you identify yourself with me? Will you receive me? Will you associate yourself with me? And friend, I just want to challenge you today. I just want to challenge you. Do you have the courage to get out of your seat, walk up an old-fashioned aisle, and not be ashamed to identify with Jesus? We're going to sing one more verse, and then we're going to close the service. I still believe God's speaking to hearts today. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. He's bidding you to come. He's drawing you in and Himself. He's doing everything He can do to bring you to this point, to where you say yes to Him. What choice will you make? Just as I am without one plea, but that Thy blood was shed for me, and that Thou... Will you come, friend? Will you come to Thee, O Lamb of God, I come. I... Last verse. Sing that again. Just as... Oh, if you ever come to Jesus, you'll come as you are right now. So I got some things I got to figure out, some things I got to fix. No, friend, that's just the devil trying to drag your soul to hell. Why don't you come for me? And that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God. I come, I come. Oh, I love that old hymn of the faith, don't you? Just as I am. Amen. Appreciate these that have come this morning, give their hearts to Jesus. Appreciate uh, Brother Josh being obedient to the Lord. We have heard the Word of God today, have we not? Amen. You know, I was thinking about this, you know, the foundation. The foundation. Jochebed provided Moses with that godly foundation. You can take a hurricane or a tornado, come through and wipe out an entire town, but you know what will still be, still be left? The foundation. I want to make sure I give my children the foundation so that when hell comes against them, the foundation's still intact and still secure. Amen. Appreciate that.
praise God, what a service we've had today. Uh, we ought to just go out uh, praising God for who He is and what He's done for us. Amen. Praise God. Michael Barham, ladies and prayers, sir.